As far back as I can remember, barbecuing has always been a part of my life. From my earliest family outings to more recent gatherings and get-togethers. In my country, it's a way of life. A sacred status symbol. Just thinking of that sizzle makes my mouth start to water. Fire up the grill. We're having a barbecue bash on today's FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. You got it. Amigos, and welcome, welcome to this, our sixth, wow, sixth, sixth. Now, this is a tricky word to pronounce. Let's start with a little pronunciation. My British friends say this as sixth. So, like, sick, enfermo, somebody who's not feeling well is sick, and they say it with a TH, so sixth. In American English, we say sixth. So, it's like the word sick with an S and then a TH. So British sixth and American sixth. Call it whatever you like. It is definitely an achievement. Un logro. We've made it to the sixth episode and I keep getting amazing feedback from all of the listeners and it's it's really so nice to read your comments and see that you're enjoying the podcast and really making the most of it. Let me remind you, if you want bonus content, this podcast is about 25 minutes or so, but if you want a bonus class, you can have access to that. No problem. All you have to do is go over to my Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. Patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And you can find out about all the different options. You'll get exclusive content. You'll get classes with me, reviews. And uh, most importantly, you'll join our community of curious people. And the community grows every single day. I'm so happy to say, you know, I get messages daily, daily. We say daily as a diario, daily. Let's pronounce that one together. I get messages daily, a diario. So if you want to become a subscriber, real simple, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and find out all about our community. And now's a good time to send a shout out to my super duper students, Boris and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Aina, Carmen, Pilar, and Diana. A pleasure to have all of you on board, no matter what level you're on. So if you want more information again and bonus content, join us. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And if you have any questions, please reach out. Reach out as contacta conmigo. Reach out. So, guys, we're talking about something that to me is so, I don't know, I feel like uh, I couldn't imagine my life without it. No, I know, don't worry, you're not listening to the internet episode again. I mean, I couldn't imagine my life without barbecues. I mean, I feel like some of the, the greatest moments I've celebrated from the 4th of July to birthday parties to, well, just a get-together. Que vamos a mirar esa palabra. We're going to take a look at that word in a moment. Just the word barbecue evokes some kind of response in me. And, uh, well, let's take a look, as always, uh, at the vocabulary that I used in the intro. So, as far back as I can remember... That means from when I can remember. Barbecuing. Now, I know you guys know the word barbacoa, barbecue, but it's also a verb to barbecue. 
So that's why I used it as a verb. As far back as I can remember, barbecuing has always been a part of my life from my earliest family outings. Now, this is a good word because it has the word out in it. Out, which is fuera. So I think the word outing, the best thing would be like excursión in Spanish. A family outing. When you'd go on a picnic or go to a public park and have a barbecue. But also I said gatherings. Have you heard this word? Well, the word gather is juntarse. And a gathering is una junta de gente. No, it can be friends, it can be family members, and it can be friends and family. Why not? So a family gathering sería una reunión familiar. Una junta, no? Juntarse, to gather. And here's another word that makes sense that I used in the intro. A get-together. Now, what do you do with your friends on the weekend? You get together with your friends. To get together is juntarse. So what is it called when people get together? You guessed it, a get-together. A family gathering, a family get-together, outings. So many nice words over there that uh, make me feel like going on a trip. To go on a trip is irse de viaje. Be careful because some people make mistakes there. Uh, the word travel is generally used as a verb. So I like to travel and I want to go on a trip. See the difference there? I've heard my students say, I want to go on a travel. And the, the word you're looking for there is trip. So now I said, in my country, which is the United States, in case you guys don't know, I shouldn't have assumed, I shouldn't have assumed, assumir is to assume, uh, that you know where I'm from. Well, guys, I was born and raised, born and raised, we say, or you could say born and bred in the United States. Well, in my country, it's a way of life. Es una forma de vida, I think you say. A sacred, does that word ring a bell? Sacred, sagrado, ah, yeah, a sacred status symbol, un símbolo de estatus. So, yeah, it's true. I've seen people, you know, first thing that somebody shows you when you go to their new house is not uh, their car, not in my country. They show you the grill, the barbecue. And we're going to look at the difference between grill and barbecue because some people use these words interchangeably, but there is a difference. And we're going to highlight that difference for you. I love that word, to highlight, right, to point out that difference to you later on on the podcast. It's a status symbol. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen people have grill envy, envidia de barbacoa. I've seen it a million times and be like, well, uh, you know, it's not that great. <laughs> it's true, guys. It's a real thing. I've seen it many, many times. Then I said, just thinking of that sizzle. Now, this is a cool word because it's onomatopoeic. Sizzle. It's what something does when it's on the barbecue or when it's on the grill. Sizzle. Sizzle, I think in Spanish would be more like chisporrotear or uh, asarse, right? In fact, we use it too in a figurative sense. So when it's really hot out, it's sizzling hot. Sizzling. De asas. I think you say the same thing in Spanish. So just thinking of that sizzle, that sound, makes my mouth start to water. Se me hace la, la boca agua. My mouth starts to water. Another way we could say that is I start to drool, babear, to drool. And then I said fire up the grill. How convenient. Que cómodo. That the word fire up is enciende o arranca en este caso. 
fire up the grill, enciende la barbacoa. We're having a barbecue bash. Be careful, too, because I've had students say, we're making a barbecue. No, in English, we're gonna, we would say, we're barbecuing or we're having a barbecue. But I wouldn't say, we're making a barbecue. So be careful, because I think in Spanish you say, hacer una barbacoa. So are you guys excited? Is anybody else's mouth watering? Is anybody else drooling? Or is, or is it just me who loves the smell of roasted meat? Oh, carne asada. Sorry, vegetarians. But we will talk about how cooking on the grill is not always unhealthy. In fact, it can be a very healthy option. So we're going to look at that and so much more in today's program. And I'm really excited because as I said, for me, grilling is something special. It reminds me of so many great memories at my grandmother's house and family members and friends and always laughing and having a good time, telling jokes. Remember, we don't say jokes, we tell jokes. Contar un chiste is to tell a joke. And I just have amazing memories. Remember, tengo muchos alumnos que dicen, I have buenos remembers. Remember es el verbo. Acuérdate. Remember, we don't say remembers. For recuerdos, we say memories. And it's not just me. I mean, this is not just me who loves barbecue. I think my whole country. It's not just part of my tradition. It's part of my country's tradition. So let's take a look at some holidays in the United States uh, where barbecuing is essential. I mean, you wouldn't even dream of celebrating this holiday without a barbecue going. If a, a pool, if you're lucky enough. Una piscina. And there's a funny one. A lot of my students, when I say, how do you say piscina? And they say swimming pool. And I said, yeah, that's okay, but it's not necessary. Just FYI, uh, for your information, not for your English, in this, uh, in this example, in this instance. ¿Ves? Decimos ejemplo o instancia. It's part of our traditions in the United States, and we're going to take a look at some of the major holidays that uh, are known for grilling and chilling by the pool. Chilling is estando de tranquis. And as I said, I don't need to say swimming pool. It's not necessary. I'm chilling and grilling by the pool. De tranquis, haciendo barbacoa al lado de la piscina. Sounds like fun, huh? Parece divertido. Who's in? ¿Quién se apunta? Okay, well, let's take a look at these holidays. Oh, and while we're at it, let's look at the word holiday. Uh, a lot of people say, Alberto, do the Americans use holiday like the British, like vacaciones? And yes and no. For Americans, uh, a vacation is when you take time off. Coges tiempo libre. We don't say free time in this case. You take time off work. So when you take two weeks off because you need a vacation... We don't call that holiday in the United States. We call it vacation. I'm going on vacation. The British would say, I'm going on holiday. However, we do use the word holiday in the United States. For us, it's more what we would also call a bank holiday. So a bank holiday is a holiday when banks are closed. I always call it a calendar holiday or a bank holiday. Let's take a look at these major barbecue holidays. A bash, un fieston. Are you guys ready for this bash? All right, let's do it. We kick off the season. When I say the season, usually barbecuing happens in the summer because you want to be outside, you want to be around the pool. No one wants to be indoors. Uh, indoors is a synonym for inside. We've got to kick off the season. We've got Memorial Day for that. 
So Memorial Day is the official, I was going to say unofficial, but no, it's the official kickoff. Kickoff is arranque. Comes from soccer, right? The official kickoff of the holiday season. And when I say holiday, I mean barbecue season. (laughs) So Memorial Day is a day where we honor our fallen soldiers. Nuestros soldados caídos, fallen. And it's also when we kick off the summer season, as I said. So Memorial Day falls on, we say the same thing, cae. It falls on the first Monday in May. So whatever day that is, the first Monday in May. And uh, that is when, in the United States, it's okay to be in your shorts in tus pantalones cortos, and you should dust off the grill because we've got a party to go to. It's Memorial Day. The summer is just starting. Woohoo! Dust off es quitar el polvo, to dust off. All right, so Memorial Day, that's the first Monday in May. We move on to probably the biggest one. I got to say, this is the biggest bash of them all, de todos. It's the 4th of July a.k.a. also known as Independence Day. If you're not grilling on Independence Day, on the 4th of July, you're doing something wrong. And as many of you know, it's also accompanied by fireworks. Fireworks is fuegos artificiales in the United States. Then uh, we go to July 13th. Now, my American listeners are probably saying, July 13th? What happened then? What Independence? Uh, Memorial? Uh, we already did Memorial Day. What, what's that? Well, July 13th is Barbecue Day. Now, can I tell you something funny? Most Americans don't celebrate Barbecue Day because I don't even think we know it exists. But that doesn't mean we don't fire up the grill every weekend. You see what I mean? But I guess it's the least important of these holidays that we're going over, these barbecue holidays. So July 13th. Just another excuse to fire up the grill because it's barbecue day. And this is the one that always makes me sad. I always remember these barbecues were fun, but it was bittersweet. Bittersweet, dulce amargo, you say? It was because it's the end of summer. It's when summer winds down. To wind down, se va terminando. And that is Labor Day. Dia de los Trabajadores. It's a different day than in Europe. I know the United States celebrates it on a different day, which is the first Monday in September. I always loved the Labor Day barbecue, but I have to say it was a sad day because I knew that, uh, you know, the weather was going to start to change and, uh, well, it was time for our next season. Our next season is nuestra próxima temporada, which is the fall or the autumn. In the United States, we say both. We say the fall or the autumn. You know, we're talking a lot about Americans, like we invented barbecue, and obviously we didn't. We just perfected it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, you know, Americans are known for their barbecue, not just because of these holidays, but, you know, even in Madrid, I've seen an influx of, an influx means a lot of them popping up, all over the place. I've seen an influx of American barbecue places here. So it's definitely catching on. To catch on is becoming more popular. But 
let's give credit where credit is due, right? To give credit where credit is due is, well, we got to say they do it and we do it. You know, we're all responsible for this. Some of my favorite barbecues that are not American are the asaditos, the Argentine barbecues, Argentine or Argentinian. So it's not just an American pastime. Uh, what about the rodizio? Have you guys ever tried the Brazilian rodizio? Oh, so good. And, you know, all these styles are different. You know, none of them are really similar to the American style of barbecue. The marinades are different. The rubs, the different spices or seasonings that they use. Uh, it's all different. And so, you know, I, I wanted to send a shout out, un saludo, to all of those countries and cultures who uh, love barbecuing. So let's see, where did all this start? I mean, this is, the, this is the important part because, okay, Americans may have perfected it and the Argentines are great at it and even the Spanish, everybody's got their own style and everybody's kind of taken on this uh, form of cooking. So the word barbecue comes from the Spanish word barbacoa, which comes from, eh, see, it didn't start there, guys. Sorry. I, I know a lot of Spanish people are saying, see, we invented it. Uh, no. In fact, it's uh, a word that came from the Caribbean, the West Indies. So it was a, a Spanish explorer who discovered this form of cooking. And it was called barbecoa, barbecoa right? Instead of barbacoa. In their writings, they said, okay, well, there's this way of cooking and it, it uses, you know, the, the steam. Steam is vapor, el vapor. And so the, the Americans said, okay, barbacoa, well, well, we'll call it barbecue. So it kind of evolved from barbecoa to barbacoa when the Spanish took it. And then we called it barbecue. And as you know, we're a little bit lazy. We shortened it down to BBQ, <laughs> which is a totally acceptable way to write it. So now we know where the etymology comes from, where the word comes from. But what about the actual style of cooking? Is there any evidence? A lot of times they'll find evidence and then they'll, they'll do carbon dating and they'll say, okay, well, the first beer, the first barbecue... Uh, well, you got to remember one thing. We had to discover fire first. You know, cavemen or Neanderthals had to discover fire. You can't do a barbecue without fire, guys. I got news for you. Uh, until we discovered how to control fire, how to make fire, which according to the Looney Tunes cartoons, it's by rubbing two sticks together. <laughs> Frotando dos palillos. Well... In 2009, researchers, investigadores, found mammoth ribs. Now, let me explain something. This, in the United States, can mean two things. Mammoth means huge, enorme. So, costillas enormes. But it also is a prehistoric animal, mammoth, I think you say. In this case, we're referring to the animal. That's right. In 2009 is when they were discovered, when they found them, ayar. To find. Es el mismo verbo que encontrar. And they found this cooking pit. A pit es un hoyo. It was about 120 centimeters. And it dated back to... Are you ready for this? I think we need a drum roll here because... I mean, this has been going on for tens of thousands of years. Barbecuing started in...
29,000 B.C. This is nothing new, amigos. Americans, we didn't invent it. Brazilians, sorry. Argentines, sorry. This is something from way back in the day. And the interesting thing is they found some other things there alongside, al lado de, alongside the mammoth ribs. They found conch shells. So conscious caracola. And uh, what that made archaeologists ask themselves was, wait a second, these guys weren't just eating meat. This was a surf and turf. I think you say mar y tierra. It was a surf and turf. So not only were cavemen barbecuing, but they were mixing it up. They were already, they had invented the surf and turf way before your local barbecue restaurant. Now, we talked about different styles of barbecue around the world, but remember, just in the United States, there are so many different kinds of barbecue. I've had, I would say, at least six or seven that I've tried personally, uh, and they use different flavors. You know, it depends on what flavor wood you use. Wood is very important. Um, they use wood such as mesquite, hickory, hickory, which I believe is nogal, maple, which is arce, and oak, which is roble. These are very common uh, when smoking meats on a grill. Now, the only trick, something I would say to avoid, evitar, is conifers. And conifers are certain kinds of trees that contain a lot of resin or tar, right? Resina or tar is, I think, alquitran is what you say, tar. And because you don't want those chemical flavors. So you want kind of a, uh, you know, you want to stick with those kind because they've tried it. Believe me, if we've been doing this for 29,000 plus years, I think they know which woods to use and which ones not to use. Now, there's one big misconception about barbecuing because every time I tell people, oh, we're going to have a barbecue, they say, oh, careful, your diet, you know, ha, ha, ha. And I said, well, you know, the barbecue's like anything. It's like a pan, como una sartén. It's what you put in it that makes it. So in a barbecue, if I put sausages on there, well, guess what? That's what, I'm, that's what my barbecue is going to be. But you can really make a healthy, really, really healthy meal on a barbecue. Who said you can't put veggies on there or seafood? Marisco. You can, of course you can. In fact, uh, one of my favorite things on the grill are grilled, right, a la parrilla, grilled mushrooms, wild mushrooms, right? Mushrooms are champiñones and wild mushrooms are setas. They're delicious on the grill. Uh, it's not just about hamburgers and hot dogs. That's a, a misconception. Uh, you can make some really healthy food, some lean meat, leanness without a lot of fat, sin mucha grasa, lean meat. You can throw chicken on there. You can even throw vegetarians. Don't worry, I didn't forget about you. Vegetarians and vegans, you can throw veggie burgers and all kinds of different, uh, you know what's amazing? Grilled tomato. Grilled tomato is one of my favorite things. So, Misconception. Next time somebody says that barbecues are unhealthy, tell them that they don't know what they're talking about. All right. Well, guys, we have to wrap up the show. I just want to remind you, if you want access to the second part of today's show, you can join me on Patreon. 
It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And for as little as 10 cents a day, you can get access to that bonus content. If you want to sample Una Muestra, let me know. I have no problem giving you a sample to see what you think about it. All right? And remember, if you're interested in enrolling at a higher level, you have all kinds of options such as PDFs and weekly classes with me. So check it out. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and uh, become a member and you can support the work I do. And for that, I'll give you bonus content. And well, to tell you a little bit about what you're going to miss, lo que te vas a perder, what you're going to miss if you don't join us, we're going to look at the barbecue capital of the United States. We're also going to look at how baby back ribs got their name. Are they baby pigs? I don't know. We'll also take a look at the first barbecue competition. And as I said earlier in the show, we're going to take a look at the difference between barbecuing and grilling. And of course, how could I forget? I'm going to give you guys some of my personal favorite barbecuing tips, unos consejos, all that and much more in the second part of today's FYI. 